Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. Colin McLaughlin, this is literally the sports doctor, guys. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Homes and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home, proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Pui, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern Avery Newport behind the glass running things today. And uh, we'll just get right into it. Colin, I'm going to let you do this because I know how hyped you are for this. Uh, but we've got a big announcement. We do. And I said hyped was an understatement on... Uh Twitter, Facebook, when we first learned the news on Monday. I'll welcome in our guests to uh, really break this news here for our station for TV 10, Talk Radio WRNR, and that is Tyson Bagent. Everybody knows him with Shepard University being the starting quarterback, Harland Hill winner, as well as numerous other awards. His dad, Travis Bagent, also in here with us. So first, welcome in, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm glad to be here. Uh, first of all, everyone knows me, too. I think I know. more people know me than know Tyson, okay? He's still... I mean, I don't know about that introduction. That's a shaky way to get I don't know. Started. I think people are starting to know him more now. Facts. Big facts. Well, okay. We'll wait and see as the time comes. But starting with this news, come football season, on Mondays there at Mountaineer Grill and Pub from 6 to 8 p.m. every Monday, we're going to be doing a show. It'll be myself, Jim Klein, Travis, and then we'll be interviewing Tyson throughout the weeks as well, talking about football, whether it's NFL, high school, the college realm, obviously, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait for it. Again, that's going to be Mondays, 6 to 8. Got a lot of ideas circulating. I know you have a fun one that you've been talking with uh, Mike about there at the end of things, Travis. And I was uh, trying to get these guys in on it today to see if any of us could possibly do that, even though we probably all would not stand a chance come arm wrestling. Oh, no. Not even one second. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. I've done scan this room here, and I am the baddest dude. I, I, I was trying to say that like, all three of us combined probably couldn't beat you as well. That is a fact, especially with Tyson here. Yeah, don't get no me. thoughts about trying to jump me in here. But Does overall, Tyson have any chance? No, Tyson is soft. I grew up on the streets. <laughs> Tyson has been sheltered from all that good stuff. That's why he's been able to focus on his craft. But overall, this is a uh, NLI deal for you with Mountaineer Grill and Pub, and uh, another NLI deal for you. How 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 much are you excited that uh, just the way that you've been able to play over the last couple of years and getting the Harlan Hill Trophy has translated into this, and then with what the NCAA let you guys do uh, last year? Yeah, I think the NCAA changing the rule. I don't think it could have came at a more perfect time uh, for me. It's obviously cool uh, understanding that I'm getting, being, I'm able to get these deals because of my play on the field, and it's also been beneficial for me with kind of learning the business aspect of, of how things are ran and how people want to, um, you know, prioritize their business and stuff and how they want to do that. So being able to appreciate, you know, how I've been athletically and then kind of understand the business side behind it. Tyson, let's talk a little bit about, uh, I guess, the off season you had some visits that you were able to go on and get to try some new things out 
uh, with that. But ultimately, you're back at Shepard, which is where you kind of implied that you were going to be at, at the end of that process. What was that process like? And uh, now you're just a few weeks out from the spring game. So how does it feel to be back at Shepard? Um, I think it was, you know, it was obviously it was a stressful uh, situation I was in deciding, you know, whether I wanted to stay, whether I wanted to leave, you know, all the schools involved. But I think, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and um, I'm extremely glad I got to take those visits to those big-time schools and uh, see all those things for myself as well as show my family. And I think it was beneficial in the fact that it kind of really motivated me um, to continue to, you know, get, you know, as good as I can leading up into the spring. And then so far spring has been good. Every practice, you know, we're just – you know, I just think about it as we're just grinding. We're just mentally and physically, you know, locking into what our job is every play. And I think, um, you know, we've got, you know, every spring you've got young guys that need to take those strides. And I feel like so far we've had a lot of young guys make significant strides in, you know, their abilities on the field so far. Talk to us a little bit about that NIL deal with uh, Mountaineer Girl and Pub. What is your, I guess, role going to be for them? Uh, yeah, so Monday nights, Monday night football for the first uh, half of whatever the game is that night. I'll just be, you know, at I'll be at the place, you know, with um, I think we talked about maybe, you know, me al- with along with maybe the offensive defensive player that week on the Shepherds team, just um, to kind of pri- show love to the business and just kind of, you know, um, really just kind of be there have a good time show people we're there so that people you know obviously we can bring business to the mountaineer pub now let's get into the other uh thing that you wanted to talk about today to travis and that's coming up there on april the 15th uh just tell us a little bit about it yeah no doubt so i think we all saw how close i think we thought shepherd was um, last year, and then we ran into that juggernaut there at the end of the season. And all that it proved to me is that it's going to take a lot for us to get over the hump. So it all starts with scholarship money, and we're a little deprived there at Shepard. Um, so I think that if we ingest, you know, like $100,000 into this uh, gridiron club and we earmark it for transfers that can come in and help us right now. That um, that that's just me doing my um, the best I can and put my best effort out as to how I can help the Shepherd Rams um, get over that hump and maybe somehow win the national championship at the D2 level. So this fundraiser is April 15th. It's at the Roundhouse, which is there in Martinsburg. We have sold about 60 of these thousand dollar tables. So it's been immensely successful already. We, in my opinion, are about 40 tables away, and we got about 10 days. So if you love Shepherd football or you got an extreme amount of money and you want to come out and hang out with us, you're also welcome to come free. We're going to give the Harlan Hill Trophy officially to Tyson Bajan, and we're going to recognize the 2021 regional champs. And more than anything, we're going to get a big check, and we're going to give it to that Gridiron Club and see if we can get four or five dudes to join the squad so that we can win the Natty. And you talk about that right there. It kind of all deals back with what Shepard was able to do, uh, naming that scholarship after Tyson. And what does that mean to you guys? We haven't really had a chance to talk to you, Tyson, about it. But what does it mean to you guys as a family knowing, you know, you've lived in this area, you know, only 15 minutes down the road from Shepard, able to see every single game that that Tyson's played in? Uh, What does that mean that uh, Shepard was able to, uh, you know, at least start that fund and you're kind of there to continue it? 
Um, I think it kind of plays into the fact of just things being bigger than football. So, you know, I like to think about it like um, the, the reason I was so happy when that scholarship was made is just that I think that it'll have a positive effect on a handful of people, um, dudes that weren't going to go to college or maybe be able to go to college with that scholarship. And I'm just, you know, obviously super happy that I've been able to play so good on the field that kind of like the NIL deals where things can happen off the field that are beneficial to not just me but um, other people as well. And it kind of seems like as a whole, Shepard is trying to transcend Division Two football, at least in this area because you guys had the pro day where you offered other players to come in, and I know you weren't allowed to throw. Uh, but um, how, how, I guess how do you hope to, with the scholarship, with the fundraising, to leave your mark on Shepard and D2 football as a whole so it can get more respect, get more players, and get more scholarships? Yeah, I think it's kind of just um, leaving the place better than I found it. So, And that also kind of has to deal with why we're doing this fundraiser. Um, you know, since Shepard has had athletics, they've been, you know, deprived of, of money for sports, so to speak. And there's a lot of teams that we're expected to go toe-to-toe with that are carrying around $100 bills in their pocket and we've got 50 cents. So it's like being able to make a mark on that, be able to raise money for the program, be able to, you know, create as many scholarships as possible so that, you know, when I'm gone, when I'm done, they can have money to have um, – trenchmen like fair state had um and you know we can make it more competitive when you know after we win the region going into the semifinal national championship getting in that picture the playing field can be a little more even travis before we uh let you guys go here on the show how can people uh sign up to be a part of this uh event there come april 15th so you can reach out to me personally. It's TravisBagent1 at gmail.com. We also have Lori Steely on um, on the flyer as well. Um, you can go to Shepherd Football on Facebook and catch the flyer. But ultimately, if you, it's really not hard to find us. You can call the radio station. If your company or you personally want to come purchase this $1,000 table, bring eight of your friends and family. We're going to feed you. We're going to entertain you. We got like 60 former players coming back. Um, they're going to have a little tug-of-war competition. And then as they get knocked out, these teams get knocked out of that competition, they'll come to the arm wrestling table, and we have a $25,000 offer from Right here in WRNR, I just locked in the deal. If any player, former player, can beat me that day out of the whole hundred, then there's another twenty-five thousand dollar check coming from WRNR to the Gridiron Club. So it's going to be really fun to watch me take care of um, those football players because of how athletic and big they are, and just how uneducated they are in the world of arm So wrestling. I was going to ask, since you said that it's going to be like 100 guys always going up against you for that $25,000, come like, you know, number 75 against you, is there going to be any fatigue or That'll guarantee be, us that, you know... Yeah, I'm going to be Mike, fine. Mike I'm probably fine. wants to make sure that the 25000 you know, I can tell that the, some of the Shepherd Rams, uh, uh, it's Joey and... Um, Adam Steely, some of the linemen are always, they kind of look at me a little I, I remember cross-eyed. Joey. I played football yeah. against him. So. so they look at me a little cross-eyed, but they'll see pretty quickly when we get there. And, you know, but for the most part, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, like I said, if you love Shepherd football, we could use your help on April 15th. 
all the checks go payable to the Gridiron Club and to the Shepherd College Foundation. So there's a huge tax write-off there. So if there's a way you can help us, please. Tyson and um, and those Shepherd Rams sure do need you. You guys watched the last game, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for coming on again. Next Friday, April 15th, the Roundhouse, a fundraiser and a presentation of the Harlan Hill Trophy. And then uh, Monday nights in the fall, 6 to 8 p.m., Colin, Jim Klein, and the Beast. And what's your nickname? What do we call you? Uh, nah, just call me Tyson. <laughs> and, and the Harlan Hill Trophy winner, Tyson <laughs> Bajan. Go, uh, we'll have a show. We're still creating that show, so not a lot of details on that yet. Uh, but speaking of... Uh, Tyson Bajant. This segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more on their side of this break. We'll talk uh, WVSSAC board. They met the other day, and they made a determination about the classification systems. That's next after we come back. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepherd Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed sealed and delivered from Hagerstown Ford mayhem is everywhere I'm in new bangs and you can't stop staring at me that's it just tilt the rearview mirror over here and while you're checking me out more times in a library book your car is wandering into that lane over there more bangs <laughs> neat and if you've got cut rate insurance you could be paying for this yourself so get Allstate call Martinsburg Allstate agent Gary Kelly today at 304-263-4596 let's go to some beers Mountaineer Grill and Pub conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials including happy hour 11am to 6pm with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night Let's go drink some beers Mountaineer Grill and Pub You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back into this edition of the Sports Mix Talk Radio WRNR TV 10, streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page and on Twitter at WRNR underscore Sports Mix. Spencer Wienick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Our intern at Newport now out here on the table. Um, I saw this 
popped through my feed the other day, and uh, I know it wasn't in Avery's initial topics that we had set up for today, uh, but we're going to talk about a WVSSAC move. The Board of Control met the other day at the Stonewall Jackson Resort for their, I guess it's the annual commission meeting, and uh, there's been multiple proposals, and we've seen it. They did the test run with basketball, and uh, they have decided in a 137 to 5 vote by the Board of Control to reject a four classification system across all sports other than basketball. Uh, that board is comprised of school principals across the state. Uh, the SSAC adopted a four class system for boys and girls basketball on what was deemed to be a two year trial period in 2020 to 2021 season, and they have voted that it will remain uh, moving forward, but they will not move it over to other sports. Uh, what do we think about this? Because I'm going to bring up, we're going to get our initial thoughts on this, and then I'm going to bring up a kind of thing that I had heard from one of the football coaches during the season about something similar to this. Well, I guess I'll start. I, I think it makes sense because I'm pretty sure the four classifications in basketball is due to uh, private schools dominating in basketball. I could be wrong about that. And since they have the ability to recruit, they uh, – even though they're maybe a Class A size school, they can compete with the Double A, and, and they're dominating Class A. If they're a Class A, and they can recruit other players, I believe that's what it is. Yeah. So most of those schools are not big enough to field a football team, so that really wouldn't make sense to go to four classifications in football and baseball, softball. I don't know if they have that power as much as they do in basketball. So I, I think it makes sense. And yeah, I agree. It makes sense to just keep it for basketball. I was thinking maybe a like you know soccer type deal, or keep it with a well expand to maybe soccer. baseball, softball. Couldn't be soccer because boys and girls soccer and boys and girls tennis only have two classifications. Swimming, as we know, only has one class. Okay, um, but it would be uh, football, boys and girls cross country, golf, volleyball, wrestling, cheer, softball, baseball, and boys and girls track and field. They have three class systems. So, well, I guess just have to wait and see. But yeah, as Nick said, I don't think that most of those private schools that we know can recruit and why they were so dominant in that single A area or even sometimes double A for basketball needed to, you know, expand to that fourth classification to add some more competition and hopefully that uh stays and if it does come per chance that it needs to be fixed, I, I think that they will. But I think for now the SSAC has made the uh, correct decision on this one. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh you know, just as Nick and Collins said, really it's about how many players that are uh can be recruited to private schools private schools are generally smaller and uh you know so fielding a basketball team or fielding teams with fewer amounts of players is a lot easier for them so yeah i i, I agree really i don't really have any new thoughts to to share on it so well i want to introduce something that i'd heard during the football season and collins over there did tiger just tiger just missed bogey? a birdie putt it went around the hole and out all right, well, we've got five. that live coverage Sorry. of the Masters. We'll discuss that later in the show. I'll focus back in. Uh, but something that I heard from one of the area high school football coaches in the fall is that something being tossed around was kind of like, I'm trying to remember if, I'm not quoting this, I'm using paraphrasing, kind of remembering exactly what was said, kind of like a super league 
where you have the top schools that win consistently and are there. So it would be Martinsburg, Morgantown, uh, Wheeling Park, or, you know, kind of in Huntington, Cabell Midland, Spring Valley would kind of be like their own classification when it came to playoffs. Uh, because you have all the other like three, the, the, the three A schools that aren't really, you know, able to make much in the playoffs because of just the dominance of like five to six schools. Or, and I don't think that the SSAC would agree with this because they'd lose money for this for a playoff or even almost for the 3A playoff have less teams, especially in football. The 3A playoff at 16 teams, when you get a 1 versus 16, it's not really any close games. There's never really any upsets yeah double a you get a couple here and there surprisingly but triple a you typically never see these big upsets that will really shock you yeah i mean a five and oh is not going to compete with or five and five is not going to compete with a ten and O team and usually if you get to five and five you got a pretty good chance at that 16th seed so i'm with colin on that i think if you reduce the number of teams in the playoffs it would make more sense. I don't really like this Super League idea because I think that just eliminates any – that's just saying pretty much that these schools are never going to get better to compete with these other top schools. And at least as of late, even the top schools usually don't play that close against Martinsburg in the state championship anyway. So I, I don't know if – I don't think Martinsburg is going to like dominate forever. I mean, they might, but – like it's bound to change eventually so. yeah i mean Cue the hate so. comments well i mean like that's not realistic that they're going to win the state yeah, championship oh yeah. every single year forever uh so they'll always have a good program i think but eventually i think these other teams are going to start getting better and i think if you go to a super league that just says well these schools are never going to win so let's just give them a chance and it's almost like it's a backhanded yeah, compliment it's like yeah you guys can't beat morgantown you can't beat Huntington, you can't beat some of the top schools in the state, so you're in your own classification. Like they already have three classifications in a state that has not that many people. And in Pennsylvania, we have six classifications. Or we had six classifications. I don't live there anymore. But <laughs> so it's like they have. Yeah, they. We But have. it's also a larger state. So yes, yeah, it's a saying. vastly it has, larger state. It has state three more state. classifications when it's a vastly larger state. So it's like if you had a fourth in football and like you're getting closer. Yeah, how many teams many would you sense. actually have in the 4A come yeah. football? Is there only going to be like 15 schools in that? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I mean, so. that is a good point. Also, we're kind of wrap up or come back to a topic that uh, we had a guest on. Uh, what was it? I got the date here for you. March 3rd. We, we had a lot to discuss on that March 3rd show. But Colin pulled some strings out and uh, found a way to get on Senator Ryan Weld, who was out of Republican out of Brook County. He sponsored Senate Bill 586, which passed the Senate 31 to 3. And I believe it failed in the House yeah, of Delegates. Yeah, it through the House. Uh, which would grant every student one free transfer. Um no matter if it passed the house or whatever, it would still go to the board of control. And um, not only did they decide to reject the four class system, they also voted down 
uh, proposal to allow uh, students immediate eligibility of transfer of schools one time over four years of high school. The proposal, which died on the final day of the state 60-day legislation session last month, it was also voted down convincingly 113 to 29 there for the Board of Control and the WVSSAC. Uh, currently, the SSAC deals with athletic eligibility transfers on a case-by-case basis, and in many cases, they're deemed immediately eligible. Uh, so that closes the book on the that senate bill that kind of talk right now um we've discussed it you know in a few days on the show uh but i think that was the right decision by the ssac i think if my memory serves me correctly that b tom might be on that brian thomas from no the board of control i thought he had something with the board of control is comprised of school principals across the state but, I know he's something with the uh, SSAC, so we might be able to get him on. If not, uh, we could get a principal. You know what? You're very good at kind of moving topics, Colin, because I don't... Did you guys talk about this yesterday? Well, I don't know what this is. The North and South Football Classic. No. no okay, so the North, the West Virginia Athletic Coaches Association has released the rosters for the 2022 North-South Football Classic. The annual game will be played on Saturday, June 11th at noon at South Charleston High School. Big kudos to uh, B-Tom, Brian Thomas of Musselman High School. He will be the head coach for the North Bears. And a few players from the EPAC were on the team or were awarded or I guess were selected to be on the team. Uh, Three from Martinsburg, you have Hudson Clement, Jake Zittle, and Christian Slack. And then from Jefferson, you have Kaysen Lanza. And I believe just one more from the EPAC, that is Hayden Pack from Spring Mills. Uh, Congratulations to all those uh, players and to Coach Brian Thomas for being named the head coach there of the North Bears. Uh, You know, obviously you just talked about it, so it was a good segue, Colin. Unintentional, but I'll take it. There you go. You'll take it. Uh, What do we think about this North-South Classic? I didn't realize it was a thing, but I think it's really Really? cool. Yeah, it is it's, uh, I, I've a, never been down there, but yeah, I'm assuming it may. Did it happen last year? I don't know if it's been happening or not because obviously, of COVID, it, yeah, so that's what I'm been, saying. It didn't happen the 2020 yeah. year, so I, that may be why. But yeah, I it's didn't a pretty cool uh, tradition. I think they try to do it with every sport, if I'm correct, that they have those, and then for the uh, non-team sports, I think they do uh, like state or four state area. I know. Uh, from like cross country and track if you win there state wise i think they have like a regional thing that you could go compete against like pennsylvania maryland and virginia and represent the state of west virginia if you chose to do so so little things like that to just you know i guess it's a form of a thank you i don't know if those are the words that i'm really looking for i think it's a form of another... showing how good you were this year yeah. and how to it's just like a pro bowl yes but probably a lot more fun because a, a lot more competitive and competitive yes uh but just wanted to talk some west virginia high school stuff here as we kind of t- we use that first segment to talk uh, about our new show coming in the fall um but yeah congrats to everybody that made the team and to head coach there for muscleman brian thomas he will lead the north bears in that game june 11th uh we'll have to see if he can come on here and maybe talk about that and uh if not now, maybe closer to the actual uh, game in June. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and his family owned and operated, located right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. Go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this break, today is not only the Masters, 
It's like one of the best days in sports. It's opening day for Major League Baseball. We'll kind of get into an, an AL and NL preview when we come back after these break at the, these few messages. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Hefley Motor Company, serving the Eastern Panhandle for over 17 years. Known for our wide variety of vehicles at great prices, we are the area's only pre-owned Carfax Advantage dealer. Save yourself time and money. Come see us. You'll be glad you did. And don't forget our popular detailing service to keep your car looking brand new. We're proud to be your partner serving the community. You're local. We're local. Why not buy local? Hefley Motor Company, a nice place to do business. The Shenandoah Apple Blossom Festival is back in full bloom. Our festival store is now open at the Apple Blossom Mall. Tickets are on sale online and in-store to all events. And, of course, everything pink and green. This could be your year to try one of our four new festival events. Come celebrate spring with us in the Shenandoah Valley. Details at thebloom.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Claudio's Pizzeria and American Woodmark. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page and on WRNR underscore Sports Mix on Twitter. Spencer Wienick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern Avery Newport. Happy to have you with us here on this Thursday edition of the Sports Mix again. Uh, rain in the Eastern Panhandle has caused games today to all be postponed or canceled. Uh, we will not have softball tonight. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we will have Martinsburg at Hedgesville Baseball tomorrow. But uh, going to need some sun coming out to uh, dry up those rain-soaked fields. As we get into baseball talk, we'll talk some MLB here. Today's the start of the season. Uh, a lot of things going on. The Nationals game, which was set for 4.05 p.m., but has now been pushed back due to this weather in the forecast um kind of quickly calling let's wrap up yesterday because i mean i was on here for like four or five minutes talking but it was a great day yesterday we got a lot we got to see a lot of cool stuff and uh if you're going in that's park this season for a game i would recommend you do uh because they have some great food options now yeah the food was uh awesome the drinks that they had there were uh 
pretty cool. We got to see the uh, new clubs, the Champions Club and the Terra Club. So if you have Which, the uh, as I money to on do the show so, I would recommend. The Terra Club is a really cool thing because Terra is like a Bitcoin. Yes. It's a it's a what you, what's the main they, what was the name of the coin the currency? It's yeah, cryptocurrency. Is it cryptocurrency? It, it was a cryptocurrency but but the sponsorship is not with the company, it's with the people that own the currency. Yes. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Was it called the stable coin or something like that? I no, it's it's the Terra coin. No, I thought he said that there was a specific name for it that come 2023 20, uh, so next season that they're trying to hook up a uh, deal so that people could actually use that there at the stadium inside that club. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too which sure about that. Which was pretty cool. That would be the first of its kind, uh, which is honestly what uh, I think the Nationals were really going for this year. A lot of contactless stuff. So if you go to a game, they suggested Luna? you get was the MLB ballpark app. Was it Luna? No, I, I thought it was something like stable or stabilization coin. Oh, I, yeah, maybe we'll have to look into that but a little bit more. But I thought the security thing was pretty cool in a Yeah, you don't have to wait in lines to walk through. Baseball uh, game day, but yeah. You don't have to wait in lines to walk through like a metal detector. It's yeah, just a lot like of people a, are so used to having a person greet you there at the gate, and if you have a bag, you have to open it, and somebody with a stick would like search through it, make sure you don't have anything that you're not supposed to. Now that's all machine, so you just go single file straight in, scan your ticket on your phone, and you don't have to wait, which you really do not, cuts that, down. Yeah, even, that's pretty cool. Even with the concessions or merchandise, you don't have to wait. You can do it on yeah. your phone. And those City Connect jerseys are freaking sick. They are. They are sick, and it's and a And the three, cocktail was yeah. pretty good, too. They made that cherry blossom cocktail. Yeah. I did not Highly get that. I think you had that. Highly I did not recommend. get to have that because I drove back. But let's so. get back to... Um, Getting yeah, these guys uh, in. but the the City Connect it's pretty cool. It's a three year partnership. So they're going to be releasing new merch items throughout the next three years. So it's not just the same ones. I thought that was a cool snippet. But now let's get back to MLB as a whole. Uh, as I mentioned, Nats game pushed to seven oh five. It'll be a six thirty five pregame with Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler, which you can hear right here on Talk Radio WRNR. But uh, let's talk about the MLB as a whole. Uh, opening day for most teams today. Uh, two games have been postponed, uh, Mariners at Twins and Red Sox at Yankees, uh, but seven games on the slate today. Uh, but let's kind of make predictions for the season. Uh, who do you guys have as the kind of the winner in each, uh, I guess, conference or league? I think we should start with divisions, right? I guess you start with divisions. Makes sense to start with the uh... – NL East, everybody, since that's the division we'll have on Talk Radio WRNR when the Nats are in action. Yeah, yeah. I'll make the prediction. I don't want to say this because I hate it, but uh, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be the Braves. I yeah that that seems pretty obvious. I think the Mets were gonna be my pick, but with the in, early injuries here to Scherzer and Degrom, uh, Scherzer's knowing, still going tomorrow. Oh, is he? I believe so. I thought now they had somebody else scheduled for today, so I don't know why he'd go tomorrow. Because uh, it's kind of his; they want to keep him on his day. Yeah, that's what they. I think we're planning oh, okay. on doing. So. Yeah, he's on the. He's listed on the app. Bad app. Okay, uh, well, but then, I think that's kind of what you do with older guys. You keep them in their rhythm. They don't, you know, like a younger guy. You can be a little more like what you know, like kind of flexible. But I think with like Scherzer, you keep him in his every fifth day. Yeah, because he is thirty-seven years old. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought he was going to be missing some significant time, but no. I guess not. Uh, it's but, Max Scherzer. 
Uh, she should have missed significant time after he bunted a ball into his eye and his whole face rolled up, but he did Your eye doesn't affect your... Well, I guess it does. Yeah. It affects your aim. All right, well, let's talk about NL East. I'm thinking the Braves' <laughs> sneaky pick could be the Phillies, though, because they That's got who Kyle Schwarber go and with. Nick Constantly. Oh, the Phillies, I think, Mets, finally then. does it. I guess. The Mets? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They got Scherzer. But it's the Mets. All right, what's your I don't pick? know why I wish. Uh, I'll go with the Braves. Okay. I'm, I'm probably going to go with Atlanta again, not just because they're the world champions, but uh, they were able to replace Freddie Freeman with Matt Olson, made a spa- uh, savvy trade there. And the rest of the team is still mostly intact, so I don't really think they got any worse over the offseason, so I'll, I'll pick them. I'm uh, going to stick with Philadelphia. All right, there you go. Now let's go down to the NL West. Uh, I think this is a pretty easy one. Yeah, Dodgers. it's not really much debate here. Not much debate. Dodgers, West, they're yeah, like Dodgers. the super team. Seems like the, the Dodgers, Dodgers are will win. Dominate. The division will be competitive after the Dodgers, kind of like what we saw last year. I mean, at one point, the Padres, the Giants, and the Diamondbacks, or not the Diamondbacks, but the Giants Padres were in the first Giants. come the final like few yeah. weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they just completely collapsed, so I think, yeah. right? Because they didn't have Fernando. That's the Padres. No, that's the Padres. Oh, Padres. I thought we were talking about the Padres. Oh, man. Do you guys think the Giants' season last year was a fluke, or do you think they're going to keep it up this year? Because personally, I don't think I don't see it. I mean, I, isn't it an even year this year? <laughs> yes. Is that still a thing this decade? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It hasn't been for quite some time. But I don't know. I mean, they lost Kevin Gosman in free agency. Uh, they lost Chris Bryant, two major contributors to that team. So, yeah, I, I kind of see them falling off. I don't know if last year was was uh, was something that can be continued into this year. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. I think the Giants fall off slightly. Padres could have a boost, but obviously having Tatis out. Uh, so I don't know how, how good they'll be after them. But I still think those teams will be always pretty close together because they have pretty intense rivalries. I don't think they're going to compete with the Dodgers, though. To me, it seems like the yeah, Dodgers no, I, are going to... I think the Dodgers win it by probably 10 games. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer, what's your Go thoughts? to the Central? I already you picked. in the agreement? I... I picked it was the Dodgers. I started off. Uh, Yeah, let's move to the NL Central. Uh, This is kind of like a two-team race here, really. Maybe potentially three, uh, but we know two teams that kind of just aren't in the race. That's the Reds and the Pirates. But I think I'm going to have to go with the Brewers. Uh, Christian Yelich and uh, is just Christian Yelich is Christian Yelich, and hopefully he rebounds from last year. Yeah, this division's pretty weak the central in both leagues is pretty weak uh but i'm gonna go with the brewers as well tigers starting at first i was thinking maybe the brewers but the cardinals always seem like a team that's able to compete there in that division so i'm gonna go with uh st louis for now but i think those two teams it might only be separated by a game or two i think i'm gonna go with st louis as well because even in a in a year where They've got a young manager in Oliver Marmel, the youngest manager in the major leagues now. <clears throat> they've um, they've made some significant changes from last year. They're still always the Cardinals. You can never count them out. They're just the model of consistency in baseball. And even with a really good, talented team like the Brewers, I, I can't keep the Cardinals out of the picture. So I'm going to pick them as the uh, the upset pick over Milwaukee to win the division. All right, there you go. Now we'll move to the AL, the AL West. Uh, I think uh, the Angels overpower this year. Uh, really? Think, yeah. Wow. Well, they've got a lot of power in their lineup, that's for sure. Because yeah. they've got. I think they kind of win. Trout. I think they win ninety plus games this year. But it all depends really on whether Mike Trout can stay healthy this year. And how much will seasons. we see Shohei Otani 
in both roles. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's obviously a rarity. He's a unicorn. He's a great player. He's the MVP of the league. But, you know, I, I, I'm concerned. I don't know if he can keep doing this this two-way thing for much longer. It's just such a strain on your arm to pitch, and then he's got to turn around and, and, and bat third or fourth or whatever in their lineup. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Angels manage him both as a pitcher and a batter. And, of course, the Angels have had struggle. They've had struggles over the years with their pitching rotation too. So uh, I'm going to pick the Astros again, just because I don't think the Angels have enough pitching yet to really assert themselves in that division. And the Mariners, while they were close last year, they finished in second. I still think they got a little ways to go. So I'm going with the Houston Astros. One of the guys that the Angels did just add is uh, Degrom, and if he can actually, Syndergaard. I thought it was. No, DeGrom plays DeGrom for the Mets still. He's not pitching tonight. He was supposed to That's pitch. all right. He's, he's a former Yeah, it was Syndergaard. No, I apologize. But if he's healthy, I think the Angels could do it. But just like, as you said, with Trout, it, it all comes down to if those guys are healthy, and we haven't seen that yet. So I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Houston as well, even though I hate to say that. I'm going to go with the Angels. Uh, I think they have the two best players in baseball. And Trout was hurt last year. But for the most part, he's been healthy. So I'm not too worried about his health. Otani has had some injuries in the past that you have to be a little bit worried about. And coming off of a unbelievable season, I don't think we'll ever see something like that again unless he does it again this year. Uh, but um, you have those two, and presuming they're healthy, which they are right now, uh, that is the best two players in the league. So that gives you a nice edge. You add Syndergaard to that rotation, so you have not good one-two punch at the, in the rotation in Otani and Syndergaard. Um, I think the Angels get it done this year, but it's not with a lot of confidence. I just think, presuming those two are healthy, that gives you a pretty big edge with the bats. Otani's a great player all the way around, so we'll get it done. All right, let's move to the AL Central, a kind of a weak division here. I, I think the White Sox come out of that with uh, mid-80s, to upper 80s wins-wise? Yeah, I agree. I, I Just like you said, Spencer, the division is, is down this year. There are a couple teams, I think, that have improved a little bit. I think Kansas City is going to be better. Bobby Witt Jr., their phenom prospect, is going to start at third base this year. So that's something exciting for them to look forward to. Uh, Whit Merrifield is, is a good player as well at second base. So they've got some... They've got some prospects. They've got some talent. I like Detroit this year as well. Signing Javier Baez uh, was a you big move like for Detroit. them. Why? Why are they going to win seventy-two games? They'll they they'll win more. They than will the push eighty games. I think they're going to push for eighty. Okay. They also signed Eduardo Rodriguez from the Red Sox to be a starting pitcher. So they made some improvements in the offseason. But with that said, I think this is still the White Sox division. Yeah. I agree. It's still the White Sox division, and the team that I was going to possibly think about is the Minnesota Twins. They just got Correa there at shortstop, but I don't think they player. have enough pieces to go with him to get them. And as you know, Spencer just jokingly said, uh, favorite player. So maybe you know, just to push back. Well, I don't know if you guys saw this. Sell them at the this, trade deadline to come to Baltimore. But this morning, but the, the Orioles won't be contending at the deadline. I, I know. Well, the Orioles. You never know. Come on, man. No, we haven't even started pick. yet. We, yeah, let Nick make, make, make his pick so we can get going and we got to hit a break. Soon. The White Sox are going to get way more than 80-plus wins. They're going to get like 95-plus wins. I think they're loaded, and their division is terrible. So, yeah. 
they're going to win this division. I think they might even make it to the World Series, maybe even Ooh. win the World Series. I Whoa. Know, I'll save that for later. All right, our final divisional here uh, is the AL East. Uh, we all know who the bottom feeder is going to be, 60, 63, 65. Maybe the Orioles. Uh, and nah. the, for the most part, the, the other four are contending. I think you got to go with the Blue Jays coming out of this division. I think it's going to be a very tough division, though. I'm not a believer in Toronto yet. They're big. I, I think they have a lot of talent, obviously, but I think they won't win the division. I think the Yankees will win the division. Uh, Gosman going back to the AL East where he struggled and was mediocre. He had some good moments, but I don't. I don't think he'll do what he did last year with the Giants. Uh, that's a good acquisition, but I don't think it's a great acquisition there for their starting pitching. Uh, they have a good team, I think, but losing Simeon is big. So uh, I'm going to go with the Yankees to win that division this year. I, I think it'll be close. I know a lot of uh, baseball writers are going with Toronto this year, but I'm kind of still thinking that they might be a year off as well. So I'll go with the Yankees, but Toronto keeps it to about a game or two and still makes the wild card easily. I mean, we can't forget about Boston and Tampa here. Those are two really strong teams as well. Tampa won 100 games last year, but I think they were sellers this year. They normally aren't big spenders, so I think uh, Tampa kind of falls out of the picture. Same with Boston. I like the Trevor Story signing, but they've got a lot of holes as well. I'll pick the Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays' hot right. take are going to win 100 games this year. Well, that's a, that is a big hot take there. Uh, but how about real quick, uh, we make predictions for the World Series. I think it's going to be an all-LA World Series. I think you're going to have the Angels going against the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers win this year. I'm going to go with the White Sox and the Braves. Give me the White Sox. It's going to be a... Money World Series, give me Yankees, Dodgers, and Dodgers win. Dodgers over Blue Jays. All right, there you go. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Camp Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They, we became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, uh, we'll make a uh, – how about some uh, award predictions? We'll get a little Masters update when we wrap things up next on this edition of the Sports Mix. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Are you at risk for a heart attack or stroke? WVU Medicine would like to remind you it's important to recognize the signs and symptoms so you can seek medical attention FAST. The acronym FAST stands for F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, S, speech difficulty, and T, time to call 911. If you are having a stroke, get medical attention right away. Immediate treatment may decrease the risk of disability and prevent death. This important message is brought to you by WVU Medicine. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood helps you build your safety skills with our Defensive Handgun 1 course taught by NRA certified instructors. You must have already completed the basic handgun course as a prerequisite for this course. Valley Guns 2 will conduct this class Saturday, April the 23rd. Valley Guns 2 is also accepting registrations for the Defensive Rifle Carbine 1 course April 24. Classes beginning April 3 will be held at the Valley Guns 2 Firearms Training Center located in Bloomery, West Virginia. Find out more at valleyguns2.com. 
Looking for some nightlife? Then look no further. Laddie's Bar & Grill has a full bar and kitchen, pool table, and entertainment with great food at affordable prices. You can dine in or carry out by calling us at 304-263-5233. Laddie's is open Monday through Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 3 a.m. We serve breakfast all day long, and our lunch and dinner specials are posted every day on our Facebook page. So stop on in to Laddie's Bar & Grill, located at 107 Lutz Avenue in Martinsburg. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV10. Welcome back into this final segment of the Sports Mix here on your Thursday afternoon. Segment sponsored in part by the Marriott Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors. John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343, or you can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue right here in Martinsburg. Spencer Winnick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern, Avery Newport here, wrapping the, up the show today. Uh, we'll kind of do a quick MLB awards prediction. We'll start with your AL and NL Cy Young Award winners. Who do you guys got? Hmm. Go ahead, Colin. I don't know this year. It's going to be pretty tough. I think, uh, you know, if Gosman can do well, that'd be an interesting, nice push. Uh, give me Shane Bieber, though. Wow. For your AL. Your Belieber? Yeah. For your AL. Who's your it, NL? NL? Got to go with, uh, hmm. What? You know, I, I don't know. Colin, it's if you always don't have tough one, there. Uh, I'll, I'll give my two. I'm pretty confident that Jose Barrios of the Blue Jays is going to win the AL Cy Young, there and you Walker go. Bueller of the Dodgers I'm will win the I'm with AL you Cy on Walker Bueller, but I've got, as he said, I'm a believer. Uh, I'm a Shane Bieber there in the AL, uh, but NL Walker, Bueller, AL, Shane Bieber. Nick, who you got? Got Lucas Giolito. Lucas Giolito, the one the Nats nice like pick. it away. In the AL, and I'm going to go with in the NL, Corbin Burns to win it. To repeat. Yes. I'm bouncing between two Mets right now. Scherzer so. and DeGrom. Yeah. Scherzer. DeGrom's hurt, so. Yeah, but for how long? Well, he I always gets hurt like six times a year. He's I've like had him Strasburg. on my fantasy team, and he makes me angry. So he is like Strasburg. Strasburg was just placed on the IL. Well, yeah, officially. He, they said they're shooting yeah. for May 1st. All right, let's move on to NL and a- AL MVP. Pick. What? <laughs> Colin never officially gave his pick. Well, we That's don't have time for that. Between those two. We don't have time for that today. <laughs> All right, NL AL MVP. I've got uh, it's pretty easy here. I think I've got Juan Soto and Vlad Guerrero Jr. I like Vlad Guerrero Jr. I'll go with him. NL. Cunha, when he comes back. I think he'll be good. Uh, I have Vlad and Soto as well, but I kind of think if Otani's good, like he's going to win it every year. Because if he's pitching and hitting, how do you vote against him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he's hitting decent, you're like, well, this guy's also pitching, so... Presuming he's doing both at like a respectable clip. Avery, who you got? I got Vlad Guerrero Jr. to win the AL. Mookie Betts will win the NL MVP this year. Come back year. here. Mm-hmm. All right. Will All right. there be a triple crown in the MLB this year? I no. think yes. Vlad no. Guerrero Jr. Nope. Will nope. not happen. No. All right. Well, let's get a quick Masters update here. Tiger Woods, one under right now through seven. Uh, Scott there at one under as well. Leading is Goot Goetch. Gooch. Gooch. That's what I'm going with. Talor Gooch at two under par through nine. Higgs at 
There's a bunch of people tied for second. I don't see anybody really there. Tiger's the only one that matters. Yeah, really. Tiger's the only one that matters. Uh, we'll talk about more tomorrow on the Sports Mix. That'll do it for this edition. Thanks to Travis and Tyson Bajant for coming on the show. And that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For our intern, Avery Newport, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Bui saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 12.08. No games for us tonight, but the Nats, hopefully on 6.35, 7.05, pitch, or first pitch, that's tonight. Yeah.